0: Last night, I thought we were going to record, and I got drunk for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping we were going to record, and turns out, I, I I got it wrong, and I just got drunk. But, I didn't take those two shots tonight. I'm actually sober tonight for this podcast, which kind of sucks, because it's not the theme of the movie. We watched another round. Our It's not our first foreign film, but Jared, is this our first film that's straight up subtitled like in a different language unbach oh, oh yeah, yeah. unbach um, you're right
1: so yeah this movie um so i one of the my uh, okay so sorry <laughs> listeners i used to listen to barstool podcast no longer do that um <laughs> do not support ball barstool in any manner okay um So they, uh, Lights, Camera, Barstool was a podcast about movies, which got me very interested in movies. I went to the movies like once a week and then pandemic hit. And obviously that's where we started here. So anytime they recommend a movie, I'm just like, okay, cool. So one of the movies they recommended, um, was another round and they were like, honestly, this is, this movie is great. Amazing. Fantastic. And then, on top of that, it won... I'll be right back. Keep going. You're doing oh. great. <laughs> and then, on top of that, it won Best Foreign Language Film at the Academy Awards. So, this movie is just winning all kinds of awards, accolades. It's starring Mads Mickelson. If you guys know who that is, um, he plays. Oh, my gosh. He plays the bad guy in Doctor Strange, the first movie. Jordan, do you remember his name in Doctor Strange?
2: Uh, Oh, I I completely forgot.
1: I mean, he plays Hannibal Lecter in the TV show. Like Mads Mikkelsen is one of my favorite guys. He plays the bad guy in the game, Death Stranding. He's just a fantastic actor, and so he's from Denmark, and this movie is completely in Danish, so that's like fantastic part about it. So you're watching him, you get to watch Mads Mikkelsen act in his native tongue, and ah, just a great movie. So the overall plot of the movie essentially is, what if we lived life with the alcohol blood content of 0.05%? What if we did that? I what if we just lived it. a life like that? Every waking moment of our life, what if we were just sitting at 0.05 BAC? You know what I got to say? I think that's a great idea. Someone who did dry January, so I had zero drops of alcohol in January. It was great. I was able to wake up every morning and function like a real person. Um, but the first time I took a drink in February, I was like, man this is this is pretty good this is I, miss good. It. <laughs> I was like is this, is this what I've been missing the whole time um, spoiler alert I was missing out on it um, but no I think, I think it's a great idea a great concept uh, something to explore and the movie explores that force and it takes us through I actually like how the movie divided up in three acts by itself um but because they did with the screen where they were typing on the screen and Mm -hmm. had like part one part two part three um which is really great um for people watching movies and then they can kind of see how movies are devolving to three acts and i'm sure you've heard me talk about three acts all the time or act one or act two act three and this movie does it perfectly so uh, it's so funny because as we're all familiar with education um I work in higher ed. Ray works at <clears throat> a high school and is a very good coach. I hey, might
0: Calm down. All right. I'm good at both.
1: Um, Sub-part sub teacher, good coach. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, these teachers are, like, drinking in the school, and it's so funny. And they're just like, I am just crushing it in the classroom because I'm just not worried about what I want to say. I'm just focused on, like, teaching the content in the most – fun way possible. And I love seeing that. And I honestly got a huge laugh out of how many alcohol bottles they left in the gym closet. That that like, was a
0: horror movie for me. <laughs> As a teacher seeing that, I was like, that would be my night like I would never drink at school. But if I like started dabbling in it and then they found the alcohol, I'm like I'm gone. I'm a goner. Like that's a horror <laughs> movie scene for me. Finding all those those alcohol bottles.
2: You're like but immediately like, with the Janitor finds it like, oh, I'm leaving. Bye.
1: Yeah, getting a head start. <laughs> but, like, are you kidding? Do you see, Like, he had an, they had enough bottles in there to stock the largest liquor cabinets because he kept pulling. I was like, oh, it's a bottle here. Oh, a bottle here. Oh, opens this bag. It's a bottle with a newspaper. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, they had so much in there, but now it was pretty cool. And it went through, obviously, then the third act started. They were trying to, like, okay. Let's, let's see how high we can go. And then when they get all the way up to point one and higher, it goes downhill. But it did give me probably the, like my hardest laugh of the movie when Mads Mickelson was trying to fish with a net, but with the pointy end of the net by jabbing it in the water to catch a codfish. Oh man, that was great. So they did that turns out didn't go over well one of the men pissed the bed um with his wife and kids in it um another man passed out in front of someone else's house uh Mickelson did um so like they all just went down they even went into like a liquor store or like a shopping center and they were breaking bottles it's just ridiculous so fast forward, they get, uh, they essentially get caught. They have to come clean. They stop drinking. Are you summarizing the, the whole thing right now? Yes.
0: Okay. All right. Keep going. I didn't know. I can't. Oh, you mind. just told me
1: to go and then you walked away. So I'm just My going. My daughter started crying.
0: I had to take her to the bedroom. But go ahead. Yeah, you're, you're in the middle. <laughs> so I mean, at I'm this just point, going. just finish.
1: Yeah. So then the principal of the school calls them all the way in. They're looking at each other. They're like, oh, no. The principal's like someone's been drinking. A teacher's been drinking. Who is it? Then the three then three of the four guys are all looking at each other. They're like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Mm -hmm. Don't say anything. Then of course Tommy, the fourth guy, walks in plaster. I mean, like for all our Sam Houston listeners, um, when you walk out of shenanigans at two a.m., they are that level of plaster (laughs) in there. so three people will get that reference but it's okay they will laugh (laughs) and just ridiculous tommy then obviously tommy has like a come to jesus moment then he's talking to mads mickelson's character martin about hey you know get your wife back you can do it i always loved you i always believed in you so he's saying a lot of things like "Ah, i think i know what's about to happen so spoiler alert Uh, He sails out to sea with his dog and they get a phone call later in the movie saying he is no longer alive. So the three gentlemen go to his funeral. Then after the funeral they go eat. Uh, They go to a dinner. Mads Mikkelsen's Martin gets a text from his wife says she misses him after she tried to leave him or after she did leave him. And then he just breaks out into an amazing dance. And if if gifts ever become gifs ever become part of the louvre it mads mickelson dancing needs to be on the wall of the louvre (laughs) because that was that that was the greatest dancing i've seen since um um what movie was that with dirty dancing yes wow
0: high praise high praise
1: yeah no it was great it's like patrick swayze and um jennifer day like don't put baby nobody puts a baby in the corner I'm having a, yeah that song yeah no 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 this this is better because it's all in Danish and we have no clue what they're saying.
0: Do you want to talk about the idea though, real quick, of like, are you guys do you, are you on board <laughs> with the idea of like living life at point oh five BAC?
1: Take it, take it away, Jordan. I just talked like 30 <laughs> <Am> minutes. I, <laughs> uh, or at
2: least I, experimenting I with say. it. Yeah, it was like, but. There's certain things that, hey, you're not, you, you're being a bit irresponsible with. Uh, interesting enough, because I looked it up just because I was curious. 0.05 is the l- level that they give you a DUI in, uh, uh, in uh, Denmark because I was like, I was curious. And that's like, that goes with most of the EU. So it's like, you do have a bit of impairment at that level, but at the same time I see where you're trying to say like "Hey you relax you you you're more interactive so it's an interesting idea but
0: so I, I guess I just... if we're not if we're getting rid of the numbers let's just say operating at a constant buzz right that's kind of the idea here, yeah. I uh, I want to try it. I just I can't because I'm a teacher slash coach, and I can never. I also have to drive a bus full of students to games and stuff. Like that's, I would never try this. But man, in another world, I would really like to try this because I think there's something to it where I feel like you kind of let your walls down a little bit and you try new things. You 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 take chances with like your lessons and in school, and you you engage more and you're more social. I, I, I kind of get the appeal of the experiment. I mean, I don't know. It just makes you more social. I guess that it comes down to that. Jared, do you think work would be much easier to get through every day if you were at a constant buzz?
1: So it it's twofold for me. So number one, my one-on-one meeting or my one-on-one meetings with the students probably wouldn't go that well because I'm super scatterbrained. I'm, When I'm not on my Vivance. So I can't really take Vivance and alcohol at the same time. (laughs) Because it just cancels it out. Then you just get regular Jared. And regular Jared is very scatterbrained. But when I'm giving presentations.
0: Oh yeah. Calm the nerves.
1: I am super animated. I'm doing everything. I'm up. I'm moving. I'm working the room. It can work there. It could work there. But the one-on-one parts, definitely not. Because, like I said, it cancels out my... The medicine i already take
2: which i think sort of works with where a lot of their examples were using because they were using a lot of like artists and uh authors and everything as their examples like hey look now brad they had some world leaders in there too <laughs> <with> oh <it. laughs>
0: another funny part of the movie so
2: but uh
0: oh go ahead jordan
2: but i i feel like yeah if you're a writer or a uh Artist or something that would probably be a valid way to oh yeah get your work more to show and everything and come out with new
1: ideas. Um, because I mean, like, um, artists like a lot of artists do that now. I mean, I, especially like they do drugs. They just, yeah, they do yeah. drugs. They go smoke. Talk, they people get hop-
2: upset with music. Are not upset, but like when musicians start sobering up, and you're like, man. Physics just not as good now yeah and
1: <laughs> that's what i'm saying like and then like snoop Dogg, even before he performed the halftime show in the super bowl took a hit of his blunt, then hopped <laughs> on stage and then people were like wow i can't believe snoop Dogg did this and i was like man known for smoking smokes wow Let's be upset about this. <laughs>
2: Vegas actually had a, a bet out on that. I, I I didn't see what the odds were, but if Snoop Dogg would would uh, light up before
1: so, before the halftime show or not. So no, like I mean, they, yeah, artists do that now, but they just do it by other means, and. Um, because alcohol i'm I'm assuming alcohol affects them when they're up there singing or like rapping so they do anything else to like calm the nerves Uh, so a lot of singers do that like they get high anxiety so they smoke and it just like calms them down and they go out there and perform um so no i mean there's something to it but Mm -hmm. like i said it's just i don't think it's off base and obviously like now like micro dosing is a big thing um they we just don't talk about it so a lot of ceos people in silicon valley now moving from like san francisco to austin a lot of them like microdose like either lsd or coke um throughout the day they just take the small amounts but that's essentially kind of what this is it's a bit of like micro dosing um just to stay just to stay like Cocaine is another big thing that people microdose. They just do a bump every couple hours, and it just keeps them wired. So, kind of, I don't know. It's not too far of base. I'm not condoning, but I'm not besmirching. You're interested? Yeah. Because I, for yeah, me, yeah. I, I don't I'm think it would
2: necessarily work with my line of work. Because mine's more problem solving and stuff. So I don't know if that would necessarily. Buddy, mean. oh yeah, it would help.
1: You're sending shit to space. You better not be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's. Nah, you, <laughs> take a shot. It'll be all right. <laughs> You'll be fine, dude. It's space. You're in mission. You're
1: in mission control. Wasted? No.
0: <laughs> no, not wasted. Buzzed. If he's wasted, oh, he took yeah, too buzzed. much. Sorry. <laughs> um. So okay. So the performances in this movie—they're all great. But if I'm going to be honest with you. And I love Matt Mickelson and, and he's great and we're going to talk about him some more. The star of the show is the concept. This idea. I, I feel like any actor reads the idea of the script and, and they're just like, oh, this is going to be a fun movie to make. Like, we get to like play drunk for almost the whole movie. Like, it sounds fun. It's a great idea. Um, but much like every gambling movie that's ever been made, they they... They go overboard, right? They, they keep pushing it. They, you know, there's that phrase that anything in moderation's okay. Well, they go past the moderation stage, and they they keep upping it. It's like it's working. You're at point five, and you're teaching better than you have in years. You're coaching soccer better than you have. You're forming relationships with kids who like you're now the parental person in this little in Specs's life. If that's his name, right, Specs? Um, yeah and everyone's just like thriving at their job at 0.5 bac and they're like all right let's go to 1.1 one. 0.1 bac it's like but why like what's the purpose other than now now you're not doing it for the right reasons you're you're doing it for the experiment and putting the i guess the benefits of the job to the side and taking chances it's gambling it's just straight up gambling without the without the money in, in vegas you know That's when it goes wrong. just thought it was interesting.
1: And so, yeah, when it comes to the concept of the film, this was actually, the concept actually comes from the director's daughter. So, she was writing a paper essentially like a stage play um, that she was writing and it was essentially about the Danish youth and about how much they drink. Um, Because according to um, Stat's um, Danish youth are the <laughs> drunkest youth oh in the world. So yeah, they uh, they just always drink and she was writing about it and she was like, "Well, what if this happens?" Like so from her point it was a thought experiment. So then her dad was like, "Okay, let's run with this idea. You're writing a stage play, let's make a movie about it. Let's skip that." Um and she was actually supposed to play uh Hans Nicholson Daughter in the movie Martin's daughter, but she tragically passed away four days into shooting due to a uh, car oh accident. Oh, wow! So yeah, uh, she didn't even get to film any of her yeah. scenes. So uh, the movie was done in dedication to her. So uh, it was originally like her concept. She was the one like, let's. I want to like, I want to talk about like the Danish youth. I'm going to talk about they're all drunks what does that look like in adulthood and so that's what they carried it out to and it just turned and morphed into this so yeah Mads Mickelson was fucking amazing but I gotta agree with you Ray the concept was just I yeah the concept is kind of the star for me let me know
0: if you agree with this Oh, will go ahead Jordan you but we're, before we move on... You well,
2: I was going to know because you were talking about so much about the Danish youth. I think that's one thing, a uh, side thing, that I thought this movie was very interesting. Seeing how they did their testing and everything for their final exams. Where it's more like a verbal test mm-hmm. uh, to your your teacher slash professor to see, like, yeah, I know my stuff. And I thought that was very interesting. And it's like, oh, a different way of doing things. Probably
0: a better way of doing things. Um Okay, so man, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, God, dang it! What was I gonna say? Oh no, I can edit this out. Just hold on one second.
2: <laughs> I can, we'll I can. Fix I, can it oh, I got it,
0: I got it. Here is what I am gonna say. Tell me if you agree with this, this statement. If you, I feel like I like the fact that the leads of this movie are middle aged men, or even older than middle aged, like Mad Mikkelsen's Oh yeah, they're fifty eight. I feel like if this was an American made film, the studios would have just got their hands on it and said, No, no, we need Zach Efron.
1: We need we need well, we're gonna... Actually, actually, they're making an American remake and Martin, so Maz Nicholson's character, has to be Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: He looks too young though. That's what I mean. Like, hey, no, that, he is the right age.
1: Yeah. Hey, He's a, has a dad body now. He doesn't. He, he doesn't yeah. sniff a Here's him. the deal. He can look like Gatsby, a baby or he can look
0: like his character and don't look up. That's the thing. So if he looks like don't look up, I'm for. If he looks like Gatsby, I, I need him to. I need him to look like. like someone he else.
1: won his Academy Award. He, I don't think he's trying anymore.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: And so Gatsby was before the award. I've seen his next year. He, he's
0: not trying anymore.
1: Yeah, no, dude, he's definitely not, like, ever since Revenant came out, he's like, dude, I am mailing the looks in from here on out. I'm just here to act.
0: That would be fun. That'd be a fun game to play. Like, surround Leo with three other actors. Daniel Craig. Leo, Daniel Craig. I feel like Daniel Craig should be the lead, but whatever. That's, I think that's, okay. that's interesting.
1: Let, let's let's cast this. So, for Martin, we're we already got Leo. Okay, for these who are we doing for the soccer coach see
0: i I almost blurted out Ryan Reynolds, but he's too handsome. We need someone who's normal looking
2: you you need someone that definitely feels like they they're going through their mid middle age crisis, and that's sort of like I said an alternative version of this movie could have been called uh middle mm. age crisis pretty
1: much oh I'm definitely Paul shear, yes.
0: Jason Sudeikis, maybe, but playing a serious yeah. role, not, not doing comedy. Paul Shear, Okay. Yeah, but he... So, Paul Shear
1: Okay. Uh, I, on, I don't mind being comedians.
0: Okay. I just don't want them to be comedians in the
1: movie, you know? So, Jason Sudeikis could be the... Uh, who was that? Peter. Yeah, Peter was the um, was the guy who came up with the concept.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. They so, Sudeikis could be... yeah. I think
1: and then so then we have the soccer coach and then Jim Carrey
2: soccer coach (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah Jim Carrey Carrey.
1: yes okay yeah no I'm on board with that because Jim Carrey like obviously we know he can act anyway yes exactly Um, he
2: because he said he likes comedians but we'll make sure they can do the serious role
1: too. yeah yeah and so he can can do the serious role and then especially like he can show grief on his face, and I think like towards the end when Tommy was saying his goodbyes to Maz Mickelson, he you saw the grief in his face, and Jim Carrey can do grief really well.
0: Michael um, Fassbender in the other role
1: for Nikolaj. Anyway, yeah, I don't care. I'm, Just put him in the movie. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm down. <laughs> so like the guaranteed, obviously we got Leo, and then for Tommy, yeah, we gotta have Jim Carrey. I, that's a great what one. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, now that's the best one I'm sorry Leo that's even better than Leo because it's like a perfect casting
0: um you know, y'all you want to talk about Mad Nicholson real quick
1: yes so I let's I, warm this up
0: I was obviously like most of the world or I guess America I was introduced to him in Casino Royale where he, he was just great in that movie right um And he's great in everything. I feel like, obviously, he's a fantastic actor. And what I'm going to say sounds like I'm taking a dig at his skills. Uh No, no, no. Uh He has a look that no one else has. And I think that's helped him become a Hollywood star. And it's really cool watching him do a movie like this where he's not in a Star Wars. He's not in a James Bond movie, you know? It's cool watching him do this low-budget movie because he has a look of someone who should be fighting the good guys in some big budget movie, you know, or planning, he just has a certain look to him. Like a, he just looks like an evil foreign bad guy. That's all. That's the best look I can describe.
2: Um, he was in the Three Musketeers, <laughs> the 2012 one
1: that, oh, or 2011 one that I did. Oh, Paul W. No. S. No, Anderson. I added yes, again. I blocked out out of my mind. Uh, but no i think he's like great in everything he does like you said i was introduced to him um when it came to <clears throat> excuse me casino royale and then like you just look over his movies that he's done after that and it's like some of the movies are stinkers obviously we just talked about three musketeers but like when you think about three musketeers unfortunately i think we've all seen it um he's really good in that movie and he's actually <laughs> And I say, I was like, oh, I forgot to block that movie out. But when you mentioned it, I was like... Never saw it. I, the first thing I think about is Mads Mikkelsen in the movie. Um, don't. Don't. Okay, fair don't enough. Um, and then, obviously, when you get to Doctor Strange, I mentioned earlier, Calcius. Um, Cal- Calcius? Calcius? But then he was in Rogue One. I hated Rogue One, but he was in there. Um, Obviously, another round. You, yeah, I mean, you can be
2: world. wrong, Jared. It's Okay.
1: <laughs> right now, we'll get back to that and then obviously you know he's i will not obviously well if people know he's replacing johnny depp as Grindelwald oh, because yeah. of see what i mean johnny
0: he's back in the box johnny runs, Depp,
1: yeah johnny depp um, was going through uh issues where he was the bad guy but then turns out he was the victim all along um so now and obviously, our guy James Mangold is actually directing the fifth Indiana Jones. Oh, and can. that's we will be in there. Um, I was going to say the, a movie that like, he's oh, in that
2: I didn't realize he was in. I was going to the IMDb, and I like him in. I never really thought about who it was, but not a, an amazing movie, but there, there's things I like about it. King Arthur movie.
1: I As soon as I looked but, at that... But I will oh say, no. place to
2: the one guy that I really like the uh, the Roman soldier who has the, the hawk
1: in it. Wait, Anthony Fuqua directed that movie? <laughs> no way! I hey, like it. It's hey, not like hey one of the most
2: amazing movies, but I just enjoyed that movie.
1: Hey guys, you remember that great movie, Training Day, where Denzel Washington won Best Actor? Remember that fantastic movie? Did well, we got the guy who directed that movie, and he's also going to direct, um, you know, King Arthur.
2: <laughs> what?
0: Man, but going, that is a weird back-to-back. Um, talking about, like, listening to you go over his IMDb, it just kind of made me realize, man, he really is in these... Big budget movies, you know, Star Wars. Dude, he was in Clash of Titans. <laughs> he's that, but he now he's in Indiana Jones. You know, like what's like? He's just he's just putting these huge franchises because I think he just has a he's a great actor, of course, but he has a look Dude, about him that's so. He unique. was
1: in he's in the game Death Stranding, which is one of the most expensive games ever made from hideo kojima of um, Metal Gear Solid fame. He made a. That game's
2: um, a trip. Whenever I see things from that game, it's like, what in the okay? It's
1: essentially it's essentially a walking simulator, from what I've heard. But like, he's the bad guy in that game, and so it's just like, you're right, Ray. Like, <laughs> he's just a bad guy there. He's a bad guy in a video he's game get,
0: too. He's gonna be the bad guy <laughs> in Indiana Jones. I promise you that. Like,
1: he's oh, gotta be. Hey, no. so
0: what are what are what's your favorite Mad Mads Mikkelsen movie, Jared? I'll start with you.
1: Oh, that's tough, man. By the way, he's in Doctor uh, Strange. I, did we mention that? Yeah, okay. we did. Um, Doctor Strange I couldn't think of it. the name, and I
2: even posted the name. I'm like, I don't even know how you pronounce yeah. that name. Casillas,
1: Casillas. Yeah, whatever. I don't like him in Doctor Strange. He was a hollow character, and it's just like you got you got Mads Mikkelsen cast in this role, and then you just give him some lines to the three year old wrote? Um. I don't know, then I think about Casino Royale and and like, that's just really I mean, taking out my Bond fandom like, he's just a good villain in that movie Mm -hmm. and I mean, obviously my Bond fandom makes him even better Um, but yeah, I don't know, man that's a tough one, you shouldn't have started with me because now I gotta really think
0: I think it's it's Casino Royale for me, although I do like seeing, I know you're you're anti-Rogue one here, Jared, but I I do like seeing him as like the good guy in Rogue One, like the guy with good intentions, um, but I'm gonna go with Sona Royale just because he just looks like a Bond villain, and he did such a good job rising up to that expectation. Jared, I
2: mean, Yorton, how about you? I want to go with Rogue One, and come on, we, that that first scene with him and uh, Ben, uh, him and, uh, ben so yeah, dude. Dude. and Ben Mendelsohn. So you have Matt Tilkeson and Ben Mendelsohn. I, i'm just like i enjoy that person like just yeah that's what I'm going to go with rogue one my sure.
0: uh one of my favorite movies he's in why well, I, I lied one of my favorite performances he's in i think it's polar am i th- is that right
1: oh yeah I, polar polar was so ridiculous I,
0: I don't know if this is i saw a movie called polar and then he's also in a movie that sounds it's like has the same, t- yeah, it's polar. Yeah, it's this one because the bad guy looks ridiculous in that movie. Yeah, it's polar. Yeah, it, that was a Netflix movie. It's a fun movie. I wouldn't like go around praising it. Like, you got to watch this movie, but it's a fun time. He's good, especially
1: in it. if you had some drinks.
0: Yeah, he's yeah, good, exactly. Movie. Just like this movie. If you're at 0.05, like, you're going to love this movie.
1: Um, and honestly, you can watch this movie sober too, and it's just as good, but you got to fit in with the theme. It's
0: it's It's odd. It's an odd movie, but he's he's really good in it. I I don't know. He's also yeah.
1: In... I, I'm I'm with you, Ray. I got to go with um. I got to go with Stan Royale. He's just so good.
0: Have y'all seen Charlie Countryman?
1: Is it the movie with um Shia LaBeouf, Zac from. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. No, I have not.
0: He's in that one too. He's really good. I don't I can't find it though. Um. Anyway, oh, I see it. Yeah, he's really good. Um. All right. All right, so we got two Casino Royales and Rogue One. See two giant franchises. Um, he's just we all who doesn't like Mads Milkerson Who's like fuck that guy? He sucks. No one. <laughs> you want to go ahead and go into uh, favorite the categories now? Yeah. Cool. So Jordan, what's your favorite scene?
2: Oh, you want me to list a few? I, I'm going to go with the scene when they graduate because I just found that whole. Scene very interesting. You, there's a lot of motions going on, too, with that scene when the uh, when the, the graduation is because you've got like yeps, like hey everyone, and then you also yeah just with the uh, his wife and everything and that was and a- not too sure how he's going to be when he starts drinking at the end and so i'm like yeah that's all sorts of mixed emotions there i feel like that was a nice little
0: subplot you know where he starts they find themselves again in the marriage and then obviously he goes overboard and goes bad but then they don't go into it too much at the end but you just get a few text messages that offer hope thought it was neat. yeah
2: and i feel like that's all the movie really needed to show that there was still a chance
0: You're right. That was it. Was cool seeing the kids genuinely like want to celebrate with the teachers who helped them and stuff. It was a good scene. Um, Jared, we got a few scenes here we could talk about. I'm sure you have one. I just want to talk about real quick the scene that montage where they first start. It's like a montage of them operating their day to day lives. At point oh five, he's teaching class. The guy in the soccer pitch is doing great. He's he's teaching the kids the best he can. They're learning everyone's just kind of having a lot of success it's really fun seeing them bounce around um, different occupations watching them succeed
1: and yeah i'm gonna talk about that for a quick second i think this movie did a really good job of like highlighting their successes and like us watching it as the audience i just felt like i was a part of the success too i felt just like enjoying like because i mean in movies like when some people are successful they succeed you're just like Yeah. Yeah. okay. I knew how that was going. But the way that they set this up where like the characters are just like, hey, we're trying to find our way. We're trying to do better. We're trying to get back to who we were. And then they start this experiment and then you just really feel the success with them. And so I really enjoyed it. It's not my favorite, but I enjoyed seeing them be successful at their craft.
2: Yeah. Can I say what really makes that scene of work that I thought this movie took a huge <laughs> risk with and I feel like paid off. At the very beginning of the movie, when you're introduced to these characters, they're so boring. And at like that five minute <laughs> yes. part, I was just like, I don't want to watch this movie. Why are we watching this? And then you realize oh, okay, that's what, that's the key part that makes I feel like the scene you're talking about where he's enjoying his work and everything so much more and interacting with everyone. It's the fact that at the beginning he... This is so boring.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. You, you can't enjoy the, their success until you see how they were before, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Jared, do you have any other nominees you want to throw out there? Or you, or is
1: that your uh, I do like the montage of the uh, diploma, uh, diplomats drinking and seeing yeah. Angela Marshall <laughs> Angela Merkel had the largest beer these eyes have ever seen. And she was just, like, downing it. So she's the um, Chancellor of Germany, and she just mm-hmm. had a giant Stein giant just, like, pounding, and I'm like, hell yeah. Good girl. <laughs> and then, um, and then, like, the, at the end of the montage, they had Bill Clinton and another, like, foreign diplomat, like, standing... Boris in, like, Yeltsin! <laughs> oh, Boris Yeltsin... <laughs> They were drunk, but they could also pass, a, pass as being very high because they were just looking at each other and giggling the whole time.
0: There was a British um, man who was like speaking to Parliament, and he is the most British-looking dude I've ever seen in my life. And he looks so <laughs> wasted, and he's just like smiling like a like a serial killer. Yeah, no, I don't know how talking. else to describe it. But I was like, "You've had to eat enough. Uh, Cut him off."
2: No, but well, I, that you know, was like, funny. When they had the Boris Yeltsin one Because it uh, reminded me And I posted you guys a link to the article About how one time Boris Yeltsin Got so drunk And he ended up in his underwear In front of the White House Trying to hail a <laughs> cab <calf>. That's awesome <laughs> And Bill Clinton is <laughs> confident about how much fun It was to have parties with Boris Yeltsin Because he would get so <laughs> drunk And no one could outdrink the man
0: before, before, you pick, before you pick, Jared, I do want to shout out a scene that maybe will sway your mind is when his wife tells him, just make sure you pick up fresh cod. All right?" And so he's out there and he's out of fresh cod. And then it's a quick cut. Like he's like, oh, we're, there's no there's no fresh cod. What are we going to do? And it's a quick cut to them, like fishing on a pier trying to catch some cod. I'm
1: telling you, I love that. So when he was stabbed, like I said, I mentioned it earlier, he was stabbing the water with his net, with the back end of the net. Uh, Martin was trying to stab the water. Um, But no, I gotta go with the end, man. Uh, With the graduation and then him dancing. Yeah, it is just a perfect wrap-up to this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, You you just can't beat that. You can't beat that finish.
0: It, in a way, reminds me because it's like a really extended dancing it's just him dancing for a good like three minutes you know having fun it kind of reminded me of the end of um what's that george michael clayton where it's just him in the cab at the end and it just shows his face and you just for like like a minute straight it's just his face and you see kind of the emotions going through his face it's weird how it just hangs on that one moment for so long
1: and I think it's a good callback because he, again it's him getting back to who he was mm-hmm. or yeah in the past and so he was a dance teacher in the like he well, like he wasn't a dance teacher but he was a jazz dancer um, when he was younger so I think that whole scene is just like him getting back to who he eventually like who he was back then when he wasn't born
0: Yeah um all right so the ending is definitely going to win I'm going to go with the montage but Outvoted two to one, and I'm not even mad. That's a great scene. Um, MVP of the movie, I mean,
1: it's Mad's Milk. I says. think we, yeah. No, I think I, I thought we said the concept.
0: Okay, is that going to be allowed? We, we all agree with the concept? Jordan?
2: Well, yeah, because I feel like that brought in the concept, brought in a lot of the personalities <clears throat> of everybody, and so that's what really made the movie interesting. So, yeah, I'm I'll go with that.
0: Six man. I'm gonna go with. There's a few here. You get the one student who like struggles with anxiety during the test, and the teacher's like, "Here, take a few shots." <laughs> Could you? I can't imagine giving that advice to my students. Um, he did a really good job, just because I see that every day in kids. Uh, but I'm gonna go with specs. So I have a kid, man, and watching that kid. Just like, there's a moment where the coach is like, "You don't have a lot going on at home, do you, like, with your family?" And he's like, "No." He just shakes his head so sad like. And I'm like, oh, this poor kid. Someone hug him. And then he grabs the coach's hand. I'm like, oh, fuck. This kid stole the movie for me. So I connected a lot. He's my sixth man. I know I'm not going to get him to win the, the nominee, but y'all go ahead and pick your sixth man. You, you go first.
2: Actually, Ray, I am going to go. Few, I was thinking the same Holy thing with shit. that kid. Specs. Good grief. That kid brought in the emotions for as little as he was in that movie. He just. Yeah, that, that's a six man just three points every time. And then he, right he's there. singing the song at the end at the funeral, like, just kill me. Jared, and bring the rose. It's like, oh, just break my heart here. Yeah. There was someone who cared about you, man. Why'd you do that? Someone cared about you. Ugh. Oof. Jared?
1: Jared? I was going to go with um Peter, so his name is like Lars, because he's the guy who introduced the concept. Um of everything i think he was he was the one like leading the experiment and so like i i I just got to go with him because again he introduced it he played sort of the straight man throughout the movie and he was again you all every movie needs a static character to show the growth of the characters around him, so i felt like he was that good static character
0: who do you want to shout out jared
1: uh i actually want to shout out the wife uh her name is maria i thought she did a pretty good job of playing like a good wife and again like in a movie that's i guess i would categorize this as sort of like a drama slash like dark comedy ish thing Mm. and so like i don't know i just like seeing like I mean, I'm not a masochist, but I do like seeing, like, characters that can portray grief, like, extremely well. That's why, like, Hereditary is one of my favorite movies. Tony know. Oh, we know. Tony Collette, oh, just, we know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Tony Collette does such a good really, job of... Really? You don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> does such a good job of in that movie and just, like, showing grief and pain and suffering. And I think even uh, Annika, I think, yeah, is the character's name. Anytime in the movie, she did the same exact things. She was able to, like convey how she was feeling like physically. She didn't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't understand what they were saying, but still. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: with you. Um I don't know who I want to shout out. I'm just going to shout out the coach. I was sad when he died. Yorton,
1: Good old Tommy. Pour one out for Tommy.
2: You know, I'm going to go with Jared with the wife. She really like, she didn't have that much in it, but wait. It's like they maximized the what what she was in it and everything, from just that simple scene where he asks, "Like, am I boring now?" And she goes, and the way she sits down and everything, I'm just like, "Oh, that's not a good." (laughs) Yeah, dude, that hit. I was just like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, but things are not working out now." And,
1: like,
2: <laughs> the scene when they were uh, in the kitchen for the big argument and everything, I, I could read. Like, she didn't have to say anything, and I already understood and knew what was coming up and everything. So, yeah, I, I'll give my shout out to the wife.
0: This is one of those movies where it may not be like a perfect movie, but it's close. There's not much, I don't think there's anything that would change. I think it's perfectly cast, well directed, beautifully shot, well written. Like, it's I maybe cut 10 minutes off, but I don't know. I don't know where you would find those 10 minutes at, you know, um, anything you guys would change? Cause I'm kind of, I'm at a loss for words here.
1: Not, no, I really, really wouldn't. I mean, again, this movie for me is like, you know, a four and a half out of five, 90, whatever you want to call it. Like it's a high, it's a really good movie for me, but, um, I, so I don't think I would adjust anything. Yorton, same boat?
2: Well, yeah, I don't think I would adjust anything just because I feel like the parts that I would cut because it's like, oh, on board. Like I said, was at the beginning where I feel like that was actually important in showing the growth of the character and that the movie took that risk. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think I am want to change anything with it.
0: Well, the movie had a budget of $5 million, US dollars. It made $21.7 million worldwide, so... Good, good investment there. I think it's time to go to the Rotten Tomatoes game, y'all. Y'all ready? Unless Jared, you got some fun trivia? Don't don't give me more. Oh of that no side the trivia. the
1: the biggest trivia was about his daughter. So yeah, fair enough. we're good on that. Cool. All
0: that right.
2: was pretty good trivia. All
0: right, here we go. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten tomatoes. Rotten tomatoes. It's the Rotten Tomatoes game. All right. So, again, I don't have it pulled up cuz I'm a failure. But Yorton is winning. I know that for sure. Rotten Tomatoes game. Here we go. Um Who won last week?
1: I did. That was my first
0: win. So, it's 2 to 1. Jared is clawing back. Jared gets to go second this time, because uh, as we all know, second means you have the advantage here. All right, so Yorton, what do you think this movie got in Rotten Tomatoes, and, and explain why you think that.
2: I'm going to go with my trusty 88. <laughs> that's been a pretty good number for me, and I feel like this is a strong... It, this is like a movie I feel like would fit perfectly in this. I, I can see the critics just loving this movie, mm-hmm. so that's what I'm going with. Okay, i
0: want to go second here. I have not seen the score. I just typed in another round, Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't do any pre, pre-work, so I've not seen the score. I'm going to go with 94. Now I'm going to hit okay and find the results. Jared, what do you think this movie got?
1: I, I'm a critic. I said earlier I would give this movie a 90, so I'm going to go with 90 for Rotten Tomatoes because I, I'm the critic now.
2: <laughs> I am the critic now. All right, hey,
1: all right. <laughs> I'm the critic now.
0: Okay, um... <laughs> man, I should have gone off my gut. This is a certified fresh 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. 92% is pretty that, that's damn this great. Movie,
1: this movie, I've told you, there's not much you can change about this movie because it's already just like that damn good. It's not perfect, but it's just that damn good.
0: It's a good movie. It's a good time. Um... I mean, is it a good time, or is it just a good movie? I don't know. Um, It's definitely a good movie, though. Um, Okay, so would you guys, Jared, I'll start with you. Is this going in your Hall of Fame?
1: Uh, We got to go recommend first, and yes, I'm recommending.
0: Okay, we all recommend it, right? I think it's pretty clear, recommend this movie, everyone. (laughs) You're right, though. I I went out of order. I recommend
2: this movie.
1: And I think I've already recommended it to people after, like, the first 15 minutes. And I was like, hey, have you seen Another Round? If not, stop what you're doing and watch this.
0: It's always fun discovering movies like this, you know? And then you get to share it. Like, no, man, you got to watch this movie. It's really great. It's one of those movies where you discover and you just want to share it with someone. And I I get that. I'm glad you shared it with us, Jared. It was a good time.
1: Yeah, like I said, I've only heard good things about it. And so it's just like I... Okay, whatever. We're, we're doing the, the foreign, takes place in a different country category. So this is a perfect time to finally watch this movie.
0: Man, so there's a, been a few movies where <sighs> i found and I was like, I have to share this movie. I remember reading a small review for Slumdog Millionaire. And this was before it blew up at the Oscars. Like no one had seen this movie. And I saw it and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. And I brought Joey, my best friend, Jordan's brother. I was like... Come to the movies with me, please. And we watched it and he was like, Holy shit, what is this movie? And of course, no one heard from it for a few weeks. Then it won the Oscar and it blew up after that. That um let the right one in. I remember watching that and being like, people need to watch. That this movie. was
1: actually that was actually going to be my pick. <laughs> Uh, oh, so thank it. you for bringing that up. I was this close. It's podcasting is a visual medium. I was that close to picking let the right one in. But then I was like, I've already seen that though. I'm going to pick up for a movie I haven't seen.
0: I When I saw that movie, I was like trying to share it with everyone. Like, you have to watch this movie. You've got to watch this movie. Um, and I think the other one that stands out to me was... Um, well, there's two. There's one called Omdine. Omdine, I'm not going to go into that one, but um, In Bruges with Colin Farrell. When I saw that, uh, I was like, I got to share this yeah. movie.
1: Yeah, that's a good share one. All right,
0: so Hall of Fame for you?
1: Hall of Fame, I am going to say yes oh. for the Hall of Fame because I do want to watch this again. I enjoyed it. Um. I Yeah, I'm going to say yeah but i'm gonna watch it again recent and like in the near future and then i think we may have to have revisionist because i just want to see how it holds up on another recent watching but right now i'm drinking the kool-aid it's a great movie it's hour and 40 minutes and yeah i can watch it again
0: There are definitely i want to watch it again but i don't know how many more times i'm gonna watch it maybe one more viewing you know um but I don't know. But there are scenes I do want to see. Like I would like to see a few of these scenes over and over again, you know. But I don't know if I want to see the whole movie again.
1: I do want to see so, it yeah, again. So yeah, that's but why I said like it's going to be for me right now, but then we may have to, you know, Pete rose it later and pull it out. Um All right, I'm a, because... I'm
0: undecided. I'm going to let Yorton pick here.
2: A Hall of Fame. I the, due to the criteria of our Hall of Fame, I feel like, no, because I don't feel like I wanted to see this multiple
1: times. Yeah,
2: But I enjoyed the movie, and I felt like it was a very good movie. And I will recommend this to people.
1: But yeah, so I, think Fame, me, yeah. I think for me, it's just right above Hall of Very Good, so it's like the exact cutoff of the Hall of Fame. So like I said, I'm... <laughs> so it's like, I'm gonna put it in there, but then if I watch, and then when I watch it again later this year, I'm gonna be like, "All right, guys, I got it. We gotta demote it."
0: This is this is in the category of it's not a Hall of Famer, but it's arguably a top three movie we've watched on the podcast, and you everyone needs to go see this movie. If you're of a certain age, if you're over, if you're over 26, go see this movie. Like, just go see this movie. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, thousand percent.
0: And it's just, it's weird because it's literally probably a top three movie we've watched as far as just like pure art. And it's just, that's the thing. It's just, our criteria, our criteria is not the greatness of a film. It's like, how many times is this a movie you'd watch over and over and over again, right? So that's why movies like GoldenEye get in and not, you know. Put
1: some respect on Double Dragon's name. (laughs) Fuck, I love that movie. (laughs) Thank God we kept Street Fighter out last week. (laughs) I I picked it thinking it was a
0: lock. But man, (laughs) watching it again, sober, (laughs) was (laughs) eye-opening. Um, All right, Yord, it's your turn, man. What are you picking for us to watch next week?
2: I am going to go with the Russian movie this time, and it's a movie that I've been meaning to see because I always see clips of it, but I haven't seen. I have no idea. T (laughs) thirty four, the tank movie in World
0: War Two. Can you pick a different movie? T thirty four. What do you? Did you
2: make T thirty four? Nope. Nope. It's a tank. It's a tank. It's yeah. It's a tank movie. T thirty four (laughs) movie. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the T-34 is of... the most produced uh, tank in World War II, and it's just basically a crew uh, going through uh, different battles fighting against Nazi Germany and their T-34 tank. And from what I've seen it, this movie's just bat-crazy effects and everything of what goes on. So uh, I've been meaning to watch it just because I've seen so many clips from the movie. Wait, so it's not like a yeah, serious it's... war
0: movie? It's like a obnoxious action movie?
2: I don't know how to describe it, but it it just let me see if I can. Hey, I'm no, down. No, no, yeah, you're I'm don't down. ruin
0: it. I want to go in blind, and I want to be blown yeah, no, away. No, I want to say blind because right now, uh, yeah, well, I
2: post the movie right there on our chat uh, group chat because uh, you can watch it free on YouTube.
0: That's the sign of a Hall of Famer right there. It's free on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's go and put it in right now. All right, so Ooh. next week we're watching the Russian war action f- parody? I don't know, film called <laughs> T-34. I'm going to suggest no one watch a scene from this movie. Don't watch the trailer. Watch it blind and react with me and Jared as we, as we react to this movie because I have a feeling it's going to be like, a sci-fi channel movie with more budget <laughs> based on the way Jordan's talking cool all right y'all so until next time thank you for listening and we will see you guys later